What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Uncomfortable Hello, and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are glad you're here. Go ahead and hit those like, share, subscribe buttons, and help us reach more people for Jesus. The other day, uh, a couple weeks ago, my daughter was on the sidelines, and uh, she's at a football game, and she stands down there. She gets the footballs in and out, and uh, she throws the ball on the sidelines sometimes. And one of the junior high coaches came up to her and said, hey, you should play football. She's in eighth grade. Think about, you know, daughter playing football. The idea of a girl playing football is kind of cool till it's your daughter. (laughs) (laughs) And and we're in Texas. We're in Texas. Real, I mean, it's real deal football, 5A football. And uh, so she came to me and her mom, and and we talked about it. And uh, the the uncomfortable intro in that is our daughter is now playing football. (laughs) Wow. And it's, uh, it's, yes. She had her first game the other night, called, not, called a pass, made a few tackles. <laughs> I would not like hey, that. Hey, I would be man. like. And she did not look like she was overwhelmed. Really? Made two really? tackles, had a heads-up play on defense. It uh, was stinking awesome. I would be like, I don't know, as soon as somebody like ramsacked my daughter, I'd be like wanting to you go ra- down ramp, the field. Yeah, yeah, r- these, are, these are little. She's, the B and the C team are split up the other day in play. Yeah. So it was two B teams, basically. So it wasn't like. Then you, get, you see the A team play next. That was uncomfortable thinking my daughter could have been on that team. Like, a little, yeah. little different it, speed. Whole oh, buddy. Size two. Size and speed. Wow. Brady, you want to mm-hmm. open open us up in prayer, and then Sean will get yeah. into it. Sounds good. Lord, we love you. Lord, help us uh, put aside all of our selfish desires and seek you, Lord. and uh, Just recognize that everything that we uh, have on this earth is because of you, and let us glorify you in all of our actions. Let this time uh, benefit anyone's ears and want to draw closer to you. Even if they have a relationship, to grow that. If they don't, that they'll want one. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 So I got kind of an interesting thing here. So it just, I wrote a um, devotional on Monday. No, it wasn't. I guess it was yesterday. Here I am, Lord. September 28th. What's today? 29th? 29th. Yep. Okay. So uh, yesterday morning, um, and what prompted me to, um, to write it was I was talking to one of my clients. <laughs> Uh, the day before, and she was talking about uh, asking us about our podcast, and uh, I'm, I'd, her mom had mentioned to her, her mom is also one of our clients in insurance, and she was asking about our podcast. Her mom had watched some of her episodes, and she was talking about how, about these moments in her life, and how her and her husband want to come on to our podcast and give their testimony and talk about, you know, a few things, and this girl is a uh, singer-songwriter uh, and uh, was in Hollywood for a while and uh, was doing that whole deal and was just talking about the brokenness, you know, that would that was going on in, um, in that part of the world. And she is super in tune with the Lord and with the Holy Spirit. And she said that there were several times uh, just throughout her time there where she would feel um, drawn and feel uh, like she needed to go up and, and talk to somebody, a complete stranger that she didn't even know, and pray for him. And she would feel God, you know, and she's like almost audibly hearing God tell her to go. And and every time she did, it would, um, like the, the person would almost break down and start crying or say, that's what I needed. And it was almost like the timeliness of it was just impeccable. 
And it was interesting to hear her testimony of, you know, these different instances. And so I wrote a devotional about it uh, yesterday morning, and, um, and I named the devotional. Uh, I, I put a title at the top of all my devotionals. This one was uh, Here I Am, Lord. And um, anyway, uh, and out of Isaiah 6, 8, the verse that I found there, it says, um, Then I heard a voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who, and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. And it just made me think about times in my own life where I felt, you know, like a, a tug to go a certain direction. And, um, and then, you know, I, at, in that moment I would pray, you know, is this God leading me or is this uh, the devil trying to deceive me? And um, it's, uh, uh, there, there's been, you know, so many times where I'm praying for open and closed doors and, you know, praying for divine intervention, you know, show me how I've told my brother several times, throughout my life I wish God would just come down here and sit in front of us and say hey listen guys uh, you got uh, 35 years left on this earth mm. uh, this is what we uh, this is my plan for y'all and I'm just gonna lay it out for you because I'm tired of uh, you knuckleheads not doing it right you know <laughs> and uh, and I, I I've always just uh, it sounds been, like your wife yeah, <laughs> yeah no, not your our wife any wife yeah um, you know so um it's yeah, we kind of have a hard time reading between the lines sometimes. Yeah, that's what I tell mine all the time. Listen, just tell me what you want me to do. It'd be a lot easier for yeah. all of us. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's yeah. Lots of times, uh, men can't get over their own egos. You know, mm -hmm. it's like yep. it's what they want and our selfish wants, and not what uh, our our spouse or or you know more importantly, God wants for our lives. And so you know, I was just you know wondering, um, have you? Uh, you know, uh, just to kind of pass it around, have you ever, uh, you know, felt uh, a time in your life where you felt like, man, God's leading me here, but you were afraid to be bold in that moment? I mean, uh, the, the the girl that I was talking to, uh, she's in her young 20s, and her and her husband both, uh, they just got newly, newly married, and I just can't imagine, you know, somebody um, being bold enough to walk up to a complete stranger in Hollywood, California, and uh, and just stone cold pray for them and just say, Hey, look, uh, God just, uh, put it on my heart to come over here and talk to you. Uh, just want to want you to know, you know, uh, it, it everything's going to be okay. And, and if you don't mind, I'd like to pray for you real quick and to have these people, uh, sobbing and just crying and, and saying my brother's about to die or, uh, you know, um, I, I was just, uh, um, struggling with the fact that I, I can't afford nicer clothes and, you know, and, uh, she went up and told her that her, her she loved her shoes and this and that, and the lady just started sobbing, saying, "I just bought these shoes at Goodwill, and I was looking and I was praying for God to, uh, in that moment, you know, just to show me that there's people out there who love and care, and it's not all about the material things, and you know, and to to hear that uh, is pretty moving, and it just kind of made me question, you know, here I am, 45 years old. And, you know, is there times in my life where I'm stepping out in boldness and am I, am I jumping out there and listening for God's, uh, you know, almost audible voice or this yearning, uh, in, in my life to go and to do things and to serve and love people and to go and, and to pray for people who need prayer. And, you know, it's, um, it's pretty, it was pretty interesting and, uh, you know, sure. Wanted to know what you guys thought about it. What you think, Brandon? I think for me, um, 
it always comes down to how in tune I am with the spirit. And let's just call a spade a spade. I am not great at staying in step with the spirit. Uh, we talk about this a lot. I'm, I like to get ahead of it or I like to pull it or I like to push it. Uh, but I, that selfish ambition, which is not glorifying to the Lord, is often shines more. And then, therefore, I'm not looking for opportunities because it's first like, if this opportunity is good for me first, then I'll take action on it. We're wired, we're wired to take control yes, rather than wired to give God control. Yes. Um, I, you hit the nail on the head, Obi. If I, if I were to boil down to the bone, what is my biggest crutch as a, a husband, a business owner, a leader, uh, a friend, uh, a spouse, you know, all that, it's control. The perception, and Obi and I have talked about this a lot, it's the perception of control. So for me to completely put aside myself and go, Lord, have it your way and let me just be in the middle of it is something that I, I got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. So to hear a 20-something-year-old already recognizing that and acting on it, uh, I've got a dear friend who's one of the most positive people I know, met him in social media. Um, he basically prays every day, you know, more of you, less of me. Yes. And uh, I like that. You know, that's it's simple. But man, it's it's powerful too if you really just say that in every interaction. So you know, has, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, I mean, can you think of a defining just a moment in your life where God just laid somebody in your heart? And you're like, wow, man, I don't know why I'm thinking about that person, uh, and um, but they just like they wouldn't leave your head. Mm. Um, that that happened to me um, with a uh, there, there's a guy that owns a showroom in Dallas. His, uh, his name is Ethan. And uh, Ethan and Associates is the name of his company, and uh, I called, um, I called him one time. First of all, I just couldn't stop thinking about Ethan. I was like, man, that's so weird. And and he's a, he's a believer, and um, and and don't get me wrong, I think God will lay believers and non-believers both on your heart for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I called and I said, man, I don't know why, but I just can't stop. Like you popped in my head, I can't stop thinking about you. I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. Uh, God just laid you on my heart for whatever reason. And he said, man, as a matter of fact, uh, that's crazy because uh, I went to the dentist today and, um, and he, uh, he said he thinks he might, see a can- he might have seen a cancerous spot and he wants me to go get this cancerous spot checked out inside of my mouth. Um, and he said, I cannot stop worrying about it. He said, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it all day long. And uh, I said, Dad, gum, I said, that's crazy. I said, but... Um, Man, I said, I, I, I want to pray for you. I said, I think everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and for whatever reason, you know, um, and this was like on a Friday night at the 7 o'clock. You yeah, know, just the, like, it's I couldn't not stop thinking about the guy. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, uh, he was like, wow. He said, there's no, there's no doubt, you know, that was a God thing. Yeah. And um, anyway, I prayed for him. A week later, he called and said, hey, man, everything was perfectly fine. You know, it was non-cancerous yeah. and was excited. So, that is the only time in 45 years of my life that that, that, that has happened. Okay? It's probably so, not the only time. <laughs> it's probably just the only time that you remember. That I, that I took action. And recognized. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, and you that, might, uh, honestly, you might have taken action before. You're, you're usually not a guy that doesn't take action. Sure. But we don't remember these things. We don't write them down. We don't journal them. What, sure. what came to my mind when, 
when you're talking about the verse Isaiah 6, 8, who shall I send? And then Isaiah says, here I am, send me. You know, you're driving down the road and you got your kids in the car and you're just, you're lost in your mind thinking about whatever business ventures or whatever you're doing that day, what you got to do tomorrow, what's got to be done before the next month is up. And you're locked in, but you're driving. And all of a sudden, like this faint, you, you finally hear something, dad, 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 dad. What, buddy? What's the answer? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I asked you a question four times. <laughs> like, oh, you did? What was the question? And it makes me think, like, if we're distracted, I don't even know God's asking me the question. Right. That's right. Like, who's, who's, who's going to go? Yeah. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You don't even know. No, I don't even I know. I think so. a lot of times it's like this, just a faint tap. Yeah. How in tune we are to what he's saying. And then, like I always like to say, then sometimes here comes a two-by-four. Yeah. Uh, Whap. Eventually. Yeah, through somebody or through yeah. a situation or, you know, whatever. Hopefully that two-by-four is not somebody pulling out in front of you. True. Yeah. Road. True. No kidding. That's so true, Shane. I mean, we're, we're constant. We live in a world of distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then we we get distracted also by our selfish ambition and the things that we hope to accomplish maybe in the world or, um, or it, it could be anything. Um, I, I think at the end of the day for me, it's, am I seeking God's will for my life? Mm-hmm. Am I seeking his will for my life? And am I taking actionable practical steps to make sure that I'm doing the things that I need to do in order to recognize those taps mm-hmm. And, and, and so what do I need to do? You know, what do I need to do? Well, there's, there are some actionable steps. We've been talking mm-hmm. about this in, yeah. in college ministry, yeah. you know, on Sunday mornings, it's like the last month or so we've been talking about what is God's or ha- how to recognize God's will and what are some actionable steps that you can take to stay just aware and have some awareness and, you know, I mean, one one very practical step is to be around like-minded men and women who uh, are also seeking God's will for their life, you know, that are holding you accountable. you got to be in the Word. You've got to be in the Word. Like, that's number one. Number one, you're not going to hear from God or um, recognize God, you know, when He's tapping on your shoulder, uh, sending you to do something unless you're in His Word. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's other practical steps, you know, that, that, that we, that we can take, um, to try and stay in his will. But I think number one, what, what you hit on Brandon is staying in alignment with God and staying in alignment with, with his will. And, and when you're in an alignment with him and you have a relationship with him, I feel like that you're going to recognize those taps. You're going to recognize those moments where the Lord's pushing you in the direction that he wants you to go instead of in uh, the direction that we think he wants us to go, mm-hmm. which is what we always tend to naturally do. But yeah, I think I love, I love the topic, Sean. Um, it's, it's, are you seeking God's will? Um, because his will is to send you, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and are, are you listening? Are you listening? Mm-hmm. You know, are you, um, you know, and, are you the most coachable, coachable player on God's team? Or are you the most distracted? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
You know. Hello, McFly. <laughs> Hello, McFly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so from distractions, the man. Distractions yep. are crazy, but we can we can uh, we can get past them. So I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. All right. Appreciate Good you guys stuff. joining us today. Uh, help us reach more people for Jesus. Hit that like, share, subscribe. Go out and kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.